When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Saturdays in Tassie with Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves. Welcome back to Saturdays in Tassie, uh, joined by Damien Godfrey for the Hobart Care Community Segment, Movement That Inspires. I've been driving the Kia for the last little period and the, the new Sportage, Damien, it's a beautiful car. So if you're in the market, uh, jump in and, and see the boys at Hobart Care. They'll, they'll look after you. So, yeah, here for the Hobart Community Kia segment with Damien Godfrey. He's the president of the, the Brighton Career Club. Matthew Dyson's the uh, high-performance coach out here. He's joining us as well. He's just come up from um, running the warm-up down there, the second-grade boys playing Kingborough today. So thanks for your time, guys, and thanks for hosting us. Uh, Holly's sitting this one out. We've only got the three headsets, so thanks for your humility, Holly, and allowing me to shine a little. Uh, we'll start with you, Damo, um, and I'll, I'll call you Burger because that's most um, easy for me. You and I went to school yeah. together, so I've known you for, for an awful long time. But uh, president of the, the, the Brighton Career Club, uh, it's been a challenging year for you. Um, to talk us through some of the challenges you've faced and then, yeah, hit us with some of the positives as well. Well, probably the biggest challenge we, we faced after getting um, Daiso on board was we had a massive drop-off in our juniors. Um, from our 15s and 17s. We had five or six of the 17s that were outside of age group and they they moved on, which left a, a massive gap in our program. But also our 15s, the, the majority of our 15s play football as well. And they were successful in winning flags in 15s and 16 age groups. And they just decided they wanted, that was their focus. So we were sort of really on the back foot we got around the community and the schools and everything within the area trying to find players, but we just didn't have enough time in the end and ran out of time. Um, we've got a, we have our under-13s, and our focus on that is we're going to, we've cut it right back, and we're going to bring our our 13 playing group through to the age groups. We'll still proceed with trying to find enough players to field our age group teams next year, but as all the other clubs at the moment. They're just far and far and two in between, really. Yeah, which 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 is a really good point because you know as far as junior numbers and, and teams go, you know, Brighton certainly aren't uh, rowing that boat on their own. A, you know, a number of the Premier League teams have struggled for under 15 numbers. Um, uh, getting kids across that under 17 age group has been a uh, a challenge as well. What 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 do you see more broadly for those age groups? What are the what what are the, some of the challenges that you you know that you have to overcome to be able to draw those kids back to the game? I think it's uh, interest in other sports, which has grown. Like, you look at basketball and the jack jumpers. Um, you can go and play a basketball game, be over, done, hour and a half, two hours. As where, to come and play junior sport, you play 15s, you play 17s, and you're literally eight hours on, a, on their um, a playing field. And for me, having been in that age group when I played playing cricket, is parents are a lot different too. The, the parents... A lot more parents work on weekends now. Mm. So all of a sudden, they're not interested in coming and parking at the cricket on their one and only day off. 
So it, cricket sort of, I think, has lost it. It's it's lost its identity a little bit. So I don't, not quite sure how we can reinvigorate reinvigor the game to yeah. make it more appetising. Yeah, I mean, one of, one of one of the conversations uh, around Premier League at the moment is is shifting, you know, some of the rules in under 13s in particular. So you make an unbelievable point. My kids play basketball. You're in and out in an hour. Training's yep. an hour, uh, and you're you're on offense, you defense, and even if you're on the bench. You're off for two or three minutes, and then you're back involved again. Cricket, you can stand at fine leg or deep square leg for the you know for 30, 40 overs and yep. and touch the ball twice. Kids just don't have the attention span. Geez, I'm an adult. I don't have the attention span for that. So you know, I mean, would you would you you know put your hand up for you know a, a potential shift that that stage one. Um, level of cricket where everyone bats a certain amount of um, balls, everyone gets 15, uh, everyone bowls. Would you, would, would you look to bring that level of you know playing equality through to one of 15s potentially to ensure that everyone's in, involved all the time? Um, I think it's a tough one, but uh, I think we need to try and make it more interesting. Like you said, if you're a top-order bat, you're out in the first over of the day, and then all of a sudden you're sitting there for that four hours and then if you don't bowl and like you said you're out in the field mm. so you've been involved for 15 minutes across eight hours um i don't know if shortening up the game is the way to go it's whether or not they need to maybe look at the age group and how the how different players evolved like we all know that we've been around where you've got you have that one or two 15 or 17 year old kid that just walks on and he's like He's a senior player from the day that you've seen him. Mm. Um, a lot less, a lot less kids are like that at the moment. I think also a big part of is no sport, no cricket in schools. Like when when we were that age group, the school your grades had four teams. So you you know you're playing with your mates on a Saturday, and then you're rolling through when you're identified and you're playing started playing club cricket. So I think that's that's caused a little bit of an issue as well. Mm. And, and Matty Dyson, uh, you're the head coach, high performance manager of the, of the club. Uh, how does all of that translate into performance, you know, as far as being able to, to recruit, um, you know, working with the local kids in the area? Uh, what, what are you seeing from a straight cricket perspective? Yeah, so it's obviously been tough this year. Um, so when I first took over, obviously knew it was a bit of an uphill battle, but um, my thing this year was sort of gaining the respect back from the competition, obviously playing for... Um, Newtown, we obviously know a bit about what the other clubs say about Brighton and why they got in. Um, so it was, this year was sort of about just gaining the respect um, of the other eight Premier League clubs. Um, and then hopefully from there next year we'll be able to recruit a few good quality players um, to make our second grade stronger. Um, but a big focus for me, um, if we want the club to be successful, it is from the juniors up. Mm. Um, there's no point in recruiting UBIT players to play second grade, which is probably what's happened in the past when they first started. Um, that's not going to build your club. We need to be building from our um, inter-cricket, the Woolworths Blast program. Uh, we need to be getting them going the whole way through and up into 15s, 17s and actually developing the club like that um, rather than just trying to be an easy fix and let's make our senior team look good and all that kind of thing. It's just mm. not going to work um, in any sports. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if, if, you, if you look at the foundation of the club uh, in its infancy first year, no first-grade team, twos, threes, 17s, 15s, I think a, a women's team, obviously a little junior program as well. Um, was, was, is, it, is it difficult to overcome the lack of first grade as far as being able to recruit young people or young local kids? You know, that, that lack of pathway through to senior men's cricket because, yep. you know, I mean, the, the reality is that if they want to 
join the pathway and play first grade cricket, they have to leave you at some point, and that 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 would be problematic for you. Yeah, well, we had that. We've actually had that. We've had that issue. We've had a couple of um, good juniors, in particular, have been fast bowlers, and we haven't had we haven't had the calibre of player to actually uh, mentor them. So they they've moved on to. Uh, to other clubs and are now playing second grade cricket mm. at other at other clubs, but it's probably like a draw card. Like you, you know, when you came back into the system, a a young kid has seen you on television, or they've seen you on the news. You've 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 been playing. You've got results, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Wow, he's at my local club." Mum, Dad, this is where I want to go. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden their mates come along. So we've got to overcome. We've got to overcome that, but we also need to make our club attractive. And not having first grade is, oh, at the moment, it's probably a little bit detrimental. But as Dice just said, we need to be able to have our club built from the foundation. So when the time that we do get first grade, then all of a sudden we are sus- sustainable mm. and we're not just all of a sudden just making up the numbers. Before we get to the break, one, one last question uh, potentially for you both. Do you have to reassess your your goals for the year? So you know, if, if your if your success you know is potentially based on the amount of kids that actually leave to <laughs> to pursue Premier League cricket and, and and that state pathway into first grade cricket, is that a, is like is that is that maybe a small win for you guys, or is it you know is that too big of a hurdle to to jump in terms of you know your actual numbers and, and ability to perform? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is. We need to set out a plan of getting to that first grade point. So we need to have a plan in place. Um, so for me, it's potentially three years. So over the three-year period, we're going to get every all our ducks in, in a row. Um, but for me, it's those players wanting to go. Um, I've had a few this year um, and previously that are probably not quite capable of playing first grade and think they are. And they've been um, sort of shown the way by other clubs, like Pastors New, that kind of thing. Um, Whereas we just sort of try to need to realise that the best thing for them is to actually get experience um, playing in second grade cricket and getting lots of opportunity rather than going to another mm. big club and then maybe bowling two overs in second grade or you might get yep. dropped the next week because state players are coming back. Um, so there's actually a lot of ups to actually playing at Brighton um, from an opportunity point of view. So you could be 16 years old playing second grade. You're going to develop a lot quicker playing 17s second grade at Brighton than you are playing 17s third grade at any yep. other club. Yep. Um, so yep. for me, there's a lot of ups and downs, but obviously if you've got a genuine first grade player, like we're not going to stop them from going to play first grade somewhere. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, for me, the ones that aren't quite ready to play first grade, it's disappointing to see them go. Yep. Um, but what can you do? Yeah. Well, guys, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for. Thanks, Damo. Berger, great to see you. Please, Jeeva. Always great seeing you. The memories from school, fighting back, us playing table tennis and eating chips in the, rather than going to class, which is a potential blunder for me. It's worked out well for you. The great business. And Matty Dyson, great to have you as well. Uh, and as always, uh, the, the Care Community segment, the Care Car of the Year, uh, the Care EV6 and Care Sportage Cars of the Year. So if you're in the hunt for a brand-new car, get in and see the guys at Hobart Kia.